And parents, if you'd like to seize the opportunity in taking advantage of the nursery, you are more than welcome to do so at this time. Otherwise, let's take our Bibles and turn to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22, verse number 6. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. It reads, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Over the past month, we have been addressing the issue of stewardship. Answering the question, what am I doing with what God has entrusted to me? That is stewardship. Because God will hold us all accountable of our stewardship, of that which we have in our possession. For those of us that are Christians, we have within our possession the gospel the power of God unto salvation. What are we doing with that treasure? We have within our possession time. And with time, a measure of well-being. What are we doing with our time, our well-being? God will hold us accountable. And last Sunday morning, we we noted that we need to be good stewards of our substance, our wealth, our finances, that which God gives us the power to earn. Are we honouring him? This being Father's Day, it gives us a good opportunity to consider our families. The home is the foundation of a stable society. It is not who is leading the country politically. It is the home. The home is the foundation of a stable society. And from a biblical perspective, the home consists of one man married to one woman. Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. And in Genesis 1, 27, the Bible teaches us God created man. Male and female created he them. The man has the anatomy, the body parts of a male. The woman has the anatomy, the body parts of a female. God created them male and female. Created distinctively different to one another. Not to compete against one another. Not to transition from one to the other. But to complement and to complete one another as one flesh. And it's within the marriage union that God has mandated be fruitful and multiply. Genesis 1, 28. This is in reference 
to bearing children. Bearing children within the marital union. Every child born to parents is termed a gift from God to that family unit. Psalm 127, verse number 3. And as we noted this morning, the chapter concludes with a sober reminder of the great potential of each child and the joy that children can bring into a family unit. So God calls us to be good stewards of the children that God has given to us. We need to acknowledge that every child is a gift from God, as Jacob did before Esau, who said in Genesis chapter 33, verse 5, the children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Esau asked the question, and who are these? And Jacob said, these are the children, the children that God has graciously given me his servant. See, God calls us to be good stewards of the children that God has given to us. And in being a good steward of our children means that I will do all that I can to help them to grow, to grow up, to honour God, and to become God-honouring, mature adults. How is this possible? Well, is it possible? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. But it involves time. It involves effort. And here in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, on this Father's Day, fathers, parents, this is my charge to you. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. On this Father's Day, I'd like to challenge all parents to train up their children that God has gifted them with the Word of God as the basis. Let's study this verse. Let's note first and foremost the word train. Train. A mandate from God to train. This word comes from a base foundational word which conveys the idea of narrow. Narrow. I need to train my children, the Bible teaches, in a specific pathway. Not in a broad pathway, but in a specific pathway. Train, a mandate from God. The Word of God gives us the parameters of that training. When we train our children within the boundaries of the Word of God, they will become mature and useful men and women of God. The Bible likens a, a useful child that grows up into adulthood uh, and, and becomes useful as an arrow in the hand of a mighty man. But it's also interesting, this word train here in verse 6. 
it's mentioned four other times in the Bible. And the four other times, on each occasion, it's translated dedication or dedicated. Narrow, dedicated. Narrow, dedicated. Therefore, it is clear that this command to train children involves dedication. And the need to, to restrict them or to lead them on a narrow pathway. The Word of God is the narrow track, the pathway. And if we train our children in and with the Word of God, we can expect the following. Note there in 2 Timothy chapter 3, please. 2 Timothy chapter 3. In verse 15 it reads, That from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. To what end? Well, verse 15 talks about salvation, beyond salvation, that the man of God may be perfect, maturity. To what end? Verse 17 goes on to read, "...throughly furnished unto all good works." When you and I as parents train up our children within the parameters of the Word of God, first and foremost, they, they by God's grace, will be led to salvation. And with the Word of God that has led them to the foot uh, of the cross, salvation in Christ Jesus, we mature them, we help them to mature and become useful servants of God. The Word of God is sufficient. Parents, it's our mandate from Almighty God to train, to train, to train up our children, train them to obey and honour their parents. This is absolutely foundational. There in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1, 2 and 3 tells us, children, obey and honour your parents. If you want longevity, if you want to live long, honour and obey your parents, children. And parents, I trust that we want our children to have longevity. Amen. Say amen. amen. You don't want them to drop dead tomorrow? You want them to live long and fruitful lives? then you need to train your children to obey you and to honour you. That's what the Bible teaches. This mandate to obey and honour is a part of the Ten Commandments for a reason. It is absolutely foundational, parents. In training our children, we need to train them, they need to obey and honour their parents. 
And parents, don't settle for anything less. That they obey you immediately, completely, and joyfully. And when you tell them, for example, pick up your toys, you expect to hear, yes, Dad. Yes, Mom. Obey and honor. This is absolutely foundational, parents. Train them to sit still and listen. To show respect to adults. Parents, we have a mandate from God to train our children. See, raising a child is not training. Think about it. Raising a child is not training, as Mr. Uh, Fugit um, spells out in his book. To train a child is to provide, pardon me, to raise a child is just to provide for their physical needs of food, clothing, education, safety, a comfortable living environment. But to train a child is to instill godly character into the child. You are teaching them how to live. You are not just teaching them how to survive in the world. So there's a vast difference between you and I as parents raising children. People talk about, well, I raised my children. Well, I trust you did. I trust you're doing a little bit more than just raising your children. I trust that you are training your children to live. This is our mandate from God, to train. And it begins with you and I as parents instilling in them the importance of obeying and honour towards their parents. I'd, I'd preach it to my children constantly. Because it's Bible, and I would expect it. I'd call for my children, I expect them to come straight away. Micah, come here. I expect them to come straight away. Micah, come here. Come here. Do as your child, son. Honor your father. Okay? Immediate, immediate obedience. Okay, God bless you. Oh, dear. Problem with kids, they get old. <laughs> okay. Expect obedience. Expect honor. Immediate. 100%. That's the beginning. Let's read on in Proverbs chapter 22. The Bible goes on to read in verse 6, Train up a child. No, it doesn't read... Train down a child. Train up a child. See, parents are not to wait for a child to choose his own way of life. But we as parents have the responsibility to place before them the right path in early childhood. Now, this directing or direction doesn't mean dictating a child's career or personal preferences, but directing them in the way of life that agrees 
with the Word of God. Therefore, the Bible teaches us in verse 6, train up a child. Maturity is the goal. Train up, not train down. Train up a child. Our children need to be trained from a state of immaturity to maturity. Now, this involves dealing with their sinful nature. They need salvation. They need to value and appreciate the fact that Jesus Christ has paid for their sin. But also our children need sanctification. They need to grow in Christ's likeness. Our children are in need of salvation. Our children are in need of sanctification. The Bible teaches us train up a child. Maturity is Christ's likeness. It was the psalmist who said in Psalm 51 verse 5 that, that in sin did my mother conceive me. Parents, may I remind you that your children were born with a sinful nature. And you need to curve that and you need to lead them to Christ and you need to teach them how to honour Jesus Christ. Train up a child in the way he should go. Maturity is Christ's likeness, which is practical godliness, to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. One way by which we mature our children, maturity comes with age-appropriate, and spirit-filled corrective discipline. Age-appropriate and spirit-filled corrective discipline. Note there in Proverbs 29, verse 15, please. Proverbs 29, verse 15. The Bible reads, The rod and reproof give what? Wisdom. Give wisdom. But a child left to, let's say it together, himself bringeth his mother to shame. The Bible teaches us if, if I will discipline my child, of course, appropriately, then I am imparting wisdom to that child. In other words, if I give my child a sanctified spank when they deserve it, I am imparting wisdom. But if I let my child just do as they please and get away with murder, they will become not only a rebellious reprobate, but they will bring shame to the home. Nobody likes a bratty child. Nobody likes a bratty child. You know that. Parents, put up your hand if you want people to love your children. Of course you do. 
spank them every now and again because they've got a sinful nature and they need to be directed. Train up a child in the way he should go. Maturity comes with age-appropriate, spirit-filled, corrective discipline. Teach them to obey and honour their parents. That's foundational. And if they choose not to obey and honour their parents, will you impart wisdom? And the Bible teaches very clearly how to instill wisdom in a child. Maturity comes with order, structure and routine. Maturity is instilled by teaching our children to respect others and to respect God's creation, to respect property. Train up a child. Go back to Proverbs chapter 22, please. So the train here is our mandate that we need to dedicate ourselves, parents, to, to guide our children in a narrow path. That narrow path is the Word of God. We need to train up a child, not down. We need to uh, lead them from immaturity to maturity. And that will involve, because they have a sinful nature, that will involve you and I instilling wisdom, not only verbally but physically. Verse 6 goes on to read, train up a child... The next little phrase reads, in the way he should go. In the way he should go. Parents need to map out for their children what they want their children to be doing in their formative years. Train up a child in the way he should go. Train up a child in the Word of God. Do you want your child to honour God and to live in obedience to his word? Then you need to train up a child in the way he should go. This is what the Bible teaches, son. This is what the Bible teaches, my dear daughter. Train up a child in the way he should go. Don't ask for their opinion. Provide direction. They're too young to have opinions. You need to provide direction. And as you instill wisdom into your child, then they will grow in maturity and understand the principles found in the Word of God and they will, God willing, make biblical and Christ-honouring decisions. We all need direction. We all need to be pointed in the right direction especially our children. Why? Well, according to Isaiah, we are likened to sheep. All we like sheep have gone, what? Stray. We have a natural bent. In nature, we need alignment constantly. We understand that as adults. Jesus said, I am the way the truth and the life. 
No man comes to the Father except by me. Parents, your children need you and God commands you to direct them. Train up a child in the way he should go. You map out their life. You make them learn the piano because you believe it'll be good for them. Don't ask for their opinion. Do it. Amen? And then they will grow in maturity to value that discipline that they've learned. Train up a child in the way he should go. You choose their wardrobe. You take out the clothes that they will wear for church on Sunday. Don't have your uh, toddler choose for themselves what they're going to be wearing for that day. You choose it. You provide direction. And as they grow in maturity, they will work out what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and what goes with what, and then they can make their own decision. See, train up a child in the way he should go. We have physical goals. Parents, let's have some spiritual goals for our children. Let's have the goal of salvation. Let's have the goal of spiritual growth. Let's have the goal of them learning, for example, a musical instrument so they can honour God with their life and, and render worship to God. Train up a child in the way he should go. I think one of the hardest things to teach a child is to teach them the value of money, for example, and work and the principle of tithing and giving to missions and saving. And I encourage you parents, train up a child in the way he should go. Get them working in the home ASAP. As soon as they're big enough, old enough, if you've got a young boy, get them taking the rubbish out. Amen. Have them make a contribution to the home. Don't do everything for them. Give them regular jobs. Teach them the value of money. It amazes me that young people, that is 30-year-old young people, have little idea of the value of money. Parents, train up a child in the way he should go. Teach them the value of money. Don't give them pocket money. Amen. No, no. You are spoiling your child. They will not learn to value money by you giving them money for nothing. Of course, provide for their needs. That goes without saying. But do not give them pocket money. Have them working around the home, making contribution to the functioning of the home. One of my jobs in my home, I vacuum. I mop the floors. That's my little contribution within the home. Have your children have little jobs within the home. 
And then when they get to the age of, say, 11 or 12, then give them a little job. Now you can start to teach them the value of money. You've taught them to work. If you have a daughter, give her a, 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 um, uh, a whole bunch of clothes to iron, a washing basket full of ironing. And say, dear, if you iron all this, I'll give you a hundred cents. A hundred cents, not one dollar, one hundred cents. And I'll learn to value that. And do likewise with your sons. And then once they've earned that, you get them to tithe on that. This is what I do with my kids. They tithe 10%. And then I would tell them, you will give to missions at least 10%. At least. And it's funny, they would only give 10%. (laughs) Then I'd say to my kids, okay, the rest of the 80%, 40% you you will permanently save. Permanently. And the other 40% is spending money. But on one condition, you ask for approval to spend that money. Yeah. So they've got to have the courage to say, Dad, can I spend my money on? And I'll either say yes or no. Why is it because I'm a control freak? No, because I want to teach them the value of money. Parents, train up a child in the way he should go. I'm big on having my children tithe to be thankful for what God provides. And in the formative years of my children, if I bought them an ice cream, they would tithe on that. You know how? They'd give Dad a lick. (laughs) Amen. If I bought them some lollies or some french fries, they tithed. And it got to the point where they would, I think at times, not with such a great attitude, here, Dad. Because I determined to teach my children that whatever you have comes from God. If Dad buys you an ice cream, you ought to be thankful for that. You ought to tithe on that. A packet of lollies, French fries, you name it, tithe. I recommend it, fathers. You'll put on weight, but you'll teach your children to to, um, honour what's been provided for them. Amen? Train up a child in the way he should go. And then note verse 22, verse 6 goes on to read, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Here we have the promise. If we train our children 
in the way they should go, which is the biblical pathway, they will have all that they need to continue in the legacy of truth that has been instilled in them. This is what we call mentoring, discipleship. Our Lord Jesus trained his 12 in the way they should go within that three-year period of time. They did stumble, yes, they did fall at times, but most of them regrouped spiritually and went on to serve their Lord. Now, we as parents need to train our children with this promise in mind. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. We as parents need to train up our children with this promise in mind. But yet we understand that we can only do so much. Ultimately, our children need to choose personally to obey the truth of the Word of God. And just like we still choose, do we not? Or we don't choose to obey the Word of God. Talk to me. Nothing changes. You walk into church, you get truth. Some of you walk out of church and you apply truth. Others of you walk out of church and forget truth. That's the truth. And it's no different with our children. It is a promise, but it doesn't negate the will of that individual. Just like you and I have a will, whether we honour, we dishonour God. And I understood in my parenting, and I could only do so much to train up my children in the way he should go, but they've got to make their own decision. Christianity has to be theirs. Not because of mum and dad, because they choose it to be their way of life. See, in training our children, we are not programming robots. We are not programming robots as parents. We are training them for life to make biblical lifestyle choices that will reap spiritual blessings. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yes, this is a promise, parents. But it doesn't negate the personal responsibility for each individual, inclusive of all of us, to whether we choose to obey or dishonour God. So on this Father's Day, parents, I'd like to challenge you afresh. Train up your children in the way they should go. And when he or she is old, they will not depart from it. Our focus needs to be on consistently training 
our children within the boundaries of the Word of God. It takes effort, it takes time. And Dad, listen to me, you are the key. It needs to flow down from you. You need to be the head, you need to be the spiritual head. You need to lead in the training up, not down, the training up of your children in the way they should go. This is being a good steward of Jesus Christ with our children. This is my challenge to all parents on this Father's Day. We need to be good stewards of the children that God has graciously given to us. They are gifts from God. They are potential arrows in the hand of a mighty man. Every child has great potential. And you and I as parents have the awesome responsibility to train up a child in the way he should go. Yes, they'll make their choices, just like we all make our choices. And they will reap the consequences of their choices. But as far as the basis of the home, God has given us a mandate. We need to honour that mandate. Let's be good stewards of the children that God has graciously given to us. Let's bow for prayer.